episode of Humor on Demand. And today we are continuing our conversation on Kanye's transformation. This is part two uh, of the previous episode. Um, today I'm going to be talking with Delgado Build and Isla Sheik. Um, I hope you enjoy the show and we'll see you next time. In the first episode we talked about a fair amount of things but we kind of mostly focused on introducing some of the things that we that Julian and I kind of felt were very prom- more prominent, um, which was obviously his his uh, newfound love of Jesus and and his uh, the way that that has affected his art and his has affected his his lifestyle at least in the way that he expresses that lifestyle nowadays. He is act- creating his own culture. Like, whereas in the past, he was following the culture. He was in service to the culture. Now, he's actually creating his own culture. And I hadn't, mm-hmm. th- I hadn't thought about it from that perspective. Uh, but nevertheless, yeah. it's like okay. you're intending people to buy, that, buy things that have a cultural valence, for lack of a better term. It has cultural significance. It has, you know. And... So on the one hand, you benefit from people having a cultural mindset. On the other hand, you repudiate, you repudiate that. So that was kind of like mm-hmm. a tension that we focused on that kind of structured our previous conversation. Uh, and maybe we can use that as a jumping off point for this conversation. I mean, but it doesn't have to be that. I know that, Kevin, you listened to the first part, and maybe that you have some thoughts based on what you heard. Uh, and you know, yeah, I mean, to have you talk about whatever you want. I think that, uh, yeah, I've been a, I've been a fan of him for a while. Well, you know, back back in, uh, I think it was when I was in high school is when I really started listening to his music. So, you know, back then, I liked his music, and then when I went to college, was when his album. 808s and Heartbreak came out. Mm, that's a classic. Which was the al- yeah, which is the album that uh, the entire album was auto-tuned. Right. And I remember back then, I don't know, I don't know if it was the case that it was the first album or the only album, but I think I remember um, talk about that album being either the first or the only that was completely an auto-tune. Mm. He and he received a lot of criticism for that, but it seemed like, you know, he was he was the leader in a in a in a artistic movement that uh, um, he received a lot of flack for. But then a lot of people followed it afterwards. You know, a lot of people did the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So back then he was uh, experimenting with you know some artistic ideas that he had, and I think that 
what we see him doing now, you know, is a continuation of that. Is a continuation of him still experimenting with artistic ideas. Right. And you know, I don't want to. I don't know him. You know, I've never talked to him. I don't want to judge him. But you know, my my perception of what this whole Christian album that he's that he's made is to me is just another artistic experimentation. And it also seems to me like it's just another, you know, he's just thinking like a businessman. You know, and he's like, well, you know, I already I already have a following in let's say the hip hop community. Right. And he's had that following for a long time. You know, now he has a brand, a shoe brand or clothing or whatever that he's trying to grow. He's like, well, how can I, you know, I've heard him say in other interviews that he wants to become, you know, on the same level of, of uh, Ralph Lauren or whatever. He's like, well, okay, well, if I want to, you know, thinking like a businessman, if I want to get on that level, you know, how can I recruit more people to, you know, on my side, you know, more people to buy my product, more people to kind of just buy into this artistic venture that I've, that I'm creating. And uh, it seems to me like he's ventured into like trying to win the Christian uh, demographic, you know, sell to the Christian demographic, you know, because there's a huge, there's a huge Christian community that uh, only listens to Christian music, you know, they they see secular music as worldly music, and they don't, you know, they th- think of it as evil. They only kind of listen to Christian music or anything that's kind of labeled Christian music. So if he, um, you know, just thinking like a thinking like a businessman, if he could somehow uh, win some of that market, some, you know, some of that Christian market, he could he could increase his following, you know, tremendously, you know, and sell more of his product potentially, whether it's his music or his, his apparel. I think that's interesting that you have that perspective, Kevin. Um, I didn't really think about it that way, but it's, it sounds like a plausible, in my head, it's like, okay, like, cause who, who, you know, like you said, we, we don't know the man. We don't really know what, you know why? What he's trying to why did he start deep inside. Sunday service? Mm. Why yeah. did he now make this album that is a Christian album? And in the way that I see how he created the album with with his producers and things like that, and there's certain restrictions that he wanted. It's like he was very specific about those things, right? Now, of course, we know that Kanye West is a genius when it comes to creating sound and making music. And, you know, a part of me is not surprised when he likes to have that control in terms of how he wants the song and the sound to come out. Um, It's just interesting when you say that about, like, that maybe this is just a new artistic venture and it's just more of like, hey, like a new business venture, right? I, I can't tell whether this is a new artistic uh, business venture or this is really him wanting to, I hate to say the word cult, but, you know, have people follow him, you know, and use that word like 
not take their souls, but like have people that are devoted to him, like really devoted. And I don't know if he really cares for the people that followed him before. I think what you, what you said about like the idea of like, what is, what is, what is the purpose of this? Like, what is he, you know, Mm -hmm. why is he doing this? I think that's kind of a million dollar question, you know? And I think, Many people are gonna. I want to know. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wants to know, and everybody might have their own idea as to why he's doing it. You know, is Mm -hmm. is uh, what is his goal? When you think of somebody, okay, now they're a Christian, right? Or they're they're Mm -hmm. claiming to be a Christian. Okay, so it seems like if they're making music, their goal, you know, it seems like it would be they want to spread the gospel, you know, to, mm-hmm. to people, reach, reach people, you know? Right. Um, and I just don't get that vibe from him. Like, I don't get the vibe that that's his goal, that he's really trying mm-hmm. to spread the gospel and reach, you know, reach people. I, I get the, I get the vibe that he's just trying to create an, uh, you know, he's just trying to, like Arthur said, he's trying to create a new culture essentially. You know, he's trying to create a new culture. He's trying to, the Sunday service being part of that, you know, it's just part of that, mm-hmm. part of that culture, the, the apparel and the shoes being part of that culture, you know, everything's kind of part of that new culture that he's creating, you know, and uh, it seems to me like that's his goal. Ultimately, ultimately, you know, the, 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 the goal behind all that for me in any ways is a business thing. It's like, to increase his brand. I've, I've kind of had my own little change of heart when it comes to Kanye, even over the past few weeks, like since we've done episode one, part one, like I used to be much more dubious and skeptical of him. And now I just really think it's, it's really elegant. And I think that it's um, very heartfelt. Um, I think my heart really goes out to him a lot more the more I've been thinking about it, maybe because he's more of my peer. Like, he's probably a year older than me, a year or two, and um, I can empathize with his sense of, like, reaching midlife and being like, what do I have to show for, for myself? <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. am I really, like, asking really existential questions, like, am I about that money? Am I about that culture? Am I about, like... But uh, am I about Nike? Am I, you know, like, yeah. am I about being, like he said, being a slave to culture? Regardless of how, ma- how I may feel about whether he has integrity to, main- to, to go from, to, to maintain his integrity throughout something so transformative, um, I think that this is still probably one of the, the most difficult things that he's ever done because he's doing it publicly. He's essentially saying, that way of life that I had before, all of that is done. Like, all of that mm-hmm. I put in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's literally in a space now where he's just having to answer for it, whether he likes to or not. He doesn't like to. Like, you'll see in the Zane Lowe interview, I think he gets caught up in a lot of knots sometimes because these convictions that he, ha- that he has, they haven't had time to settle. He's pushing a message He's trying to make it fit into, and maybe we can transition to the, the aesthetics of his of his of his music. But I, I listened like maybe you know ten times to Jesus is King, to the whole album, 
I, li I just listened to Wash Us in the Blood, which came out last week, I think. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I compared it to just one song from The Life of Pablo, Fade. None of these songs come even close to what Fade <laughs> was able to do musically mm. to me, to my ear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that mm -hmm. this transition is, is, my heart goes out to him again because aesthetically, they don't I think come he's close in what way? He, I think that Fade has a level of artistic confidence, has a voice, um, and the musical arrangement is so confident as well. And the beat is absolutely hypnotic. The sound quality that just, it's in my body, like I feel that in my bones. It, it, it is a song mm. that makes you want to move, like at a club, but it, it just transports you. And, you know, it's like, it's at the cellular level type of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I think Julianne uses a perfect adjective. I think absolutely he's a genius and he's reached this level in his music where he can just combine things like that that can reach you so deeply. And I think that Fade was like the apex. I was talking to um, a guy friend of mine and about Kanye West and just like, just some of like his political views and things like that. And, and he made a point about uh, like that he, he's, I guess, going to give Kanye West a pass. And because he brought in, he brought in like, well, you know, imagine if Kanye West was a white man, right? And like, would we give, would we have that, would we be so taken aback by him wanting like a ranch in Wyoming and wanting to like have this huge power when, you know, if we add race to it, right? Like if it was a white man or a white individual, like then maybe the attention wouldn't be as grand, right? If we imagine what a what what this would look like, what the commentary would be like if it had been a white man that did it or a white artist, it would just mm -hmm. not be news. It wouldn't be any, even a thing. But I think that there yeah. is something to uh, putting that the racial layer on it because it gives it a different charge. You know, like when it's yeah. somebody like Kanye. Um, I think that also has to do with his his own way of expressing himself. Yeah, he's he's really entering new new ground, literally and figuratively. I think. Who knows? Who's to say what the main purpose is on that? Yeah. You know, the true purpose. I don't. Hmm. I don't think we have that answer. One of the things that came across to me as well was that he's struggled with how to manifest that power in his life. Mm. Like he thought it was music. Mm. He wanted to go beyond music. You know, he wanted to. Create, create culture. Uh, mm -hmm. His brand, another manifestation of power. Uh, when he talks right. about talking to, you know, other CEOs, other founders, and them having to look at him in the eye now, you know, or mm -hmm. when he reflects in a bitter way about how it was when he was just an art, he was just a musician, and just in the music business, and he was trying to make moves in these other industries, and nobody would look him in, you know, nobody, nobody gave him the time of day except for Jack Dorsey, the, the founder of Twitter. The soil is new. The soil is new for him. So yeah. he's just not, to my mind now, he's just not steady. He's just not steady. He's, uh, he's experimenting again, which might, something mm. really interesting might come of it. Um, if, I'm, if I'm giving him, if I'm being charitable, 
uh, I think I'm willing to listen to what he has to what he has to say and the expressions that he has going forward. And I'm even willing to, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt on wanting to be president and wanting to extend his power even more. And I'm not entirely convinced that he needed to abandon, he needed to expand his power outside of music. I think music is powerful enough. It looks like uh, so, I saw that Elon Musk said that he uh, was well, support he, him. he would support him. Yeah. Him Elon and Elon are boys. Apparently. Did you guys read this that he said about COVID? He was like, when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. I thought that was like, what is that, he saying like there? Because that's like an old, that's like an old uh, topic of discussion, isn't it? Haven't people been saying that for a long time? When did he write about? He wrote that on Twitter. I saw it on. Um, it came up on my Instagram. I guess one of the access online. Uh, so it says here, Kanye West is unleashing his thoughts on the presidency, COVID-19, and police brutality. Um, I mean, that comment right there, it, it's just, it just makes me think, like, if he's running for presidency, that comment to me makes it seem like, well, you know, are we all Christian here? Because then it's like, you know, the people that are are not religious, right? I mean, there are, there's so many religions here, you know, that people practice in America. It's like that just makes me think, like, if you're saying that, you know, my only question to that is like, okay, well, how can we eradicate COVID then? That would be my question to him. What, what, is, what is your solution? That that would be my question, you know. A lot of people are have those same questions, kind of questioning the legitimacy of, you know, this uh, this new movement. But I don't know. We'll see what becomes of it. I want to thank you both for devoting some of your attention to Kanye over the past two episodes. It's been really enlightening for me. 